Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to another episode of Stop and See the Roses, the podcast that encourages you to pause, see, and capture the beauty that surrounds you every day. Today's topic is creative confidence. I talk to a lot of people, of course, about getting creative, being creative, getting into art, drawing, painting, doodling, art journaling, whatever it is. And a lot of times when it comes to painting in particular, people will say, well, I just don't have the confidence that I know what I'm doing. And if I don't know if I'm going to do it right, I'm not sure it's worth doing at all. That's not unusual, right? That's not an unusual way to feel. Hell, I felt that way for years. (laughs) I was convinced without evidence, by the way, that I could not draw much less paint and certainly not at the level of my artist friends. But it turns out there are tools to help you bridge that confidence gap, and I want to talk about one of those today. First of all, the way to get on a creative path is to simply begin. Just start. Start with what, though? It can be a little overwhelming. All right, a lot overwhelming to look around and see all the things we could draw and boil that down to a choice or two. And I've found that the exercise of creating thumbnail sketches is the best way to, as one of my Goddess Art Circle participants calls it, contain the chaos and just get started. Now you might wonder, what are thumbnails? Well, in the world of art, a thumbnail refers to a small, quick sketch or rough draft of an idea or composition. They are a preliminary step and a vital one before getting into the higher stakes or more precious creations of larger works of art. The beauty of creating thumbnails is in their simplicity and accessibility because anyone can engage in this practice. Regardless of your artistic background or skill level, if you give yourself permission to explore ideas on a smaller scale, you can more easily overcome the fear of making mistakes or not living up to some expectation of a finished work. And by the way, this doesn't just apply to visual arts, of course. It's a life thing. As an executive coach, I've had countless conversations with professionals who long to get their ideas into the world but don't know where to start, who don't start, because they think they have to write the whole book rather than start with the outline and see if they're still inspired to write the book. Sometimes I forget this thumbnail process. I mean, I do this painting thing for a living now, and I still forget that I really need to, must start with small sketches of big shapes, stop chasing all the little details from the get-go. I was in LA last weekend and doing a ton of plein air painting. And I came back to my Airbnb with a couple of paintings that I really didn't love. They felt overworked and just not what I thought I was up to and not fresh. And I wanted to make that result about my painting environment or the fact that I didn't have a lot of pastels with me, none of which was really the truth of the matter. Because Seriously, folks, the view was glorious in Santa Monica and Malibu. And even if I didn't have all the right, quote unquote, colors with me, I had the right value range. So I could have made it any color I wanted. 
And I know that. I couldn't really figure out what was missing though. So I jumped online and I started watching some videos again of my favorite teacher, Richard McKinley. And in doing that, I was reminded of just how damn important it is to do thumbnail sketches first. Now, the way Richard teaches his process, he has three thumbnails. The first is a line drawing of the subject. Second is a value study. And the third is a no-tan or a black and white sketch. These thumbnails really give you a space to experiment and play and let your imagination run a bit. And you might be wondering how something as small as a thumbnail can boost your creative confidence. Well, the answer lies in the process itself. When we engage in thumbnail sketching, we train our minds to think creatively, to get out of the leaves and to see potential in very simple forms. It forces us to look at the bigger shapes. That helps us develop a much keener eye for composition, where things are in reference to each other, the size of things in reference to each other. And then there's the visual storytelling, how we want it to map out, where we want the eye to go, how we want that to play out. Thumbnails also allow us to refine our ideas and test different approaches to the subject matter. Do I want to go horizontal, vertical, square? I can do different versions of the designs without the pressure of creating a final masterpiece. Now I, in Los Angeles, had been rushing to get to the paper, get to the pastels, get to the painting. The problem is, every time I did that, every time I went rushing to the end game, I ended up with something. But it was usually something I wasn't all that wild about because I hadn't taken the time to just sketch it out, establish the scene, visit the values, or decide the composition ahead of time. Now, the other cool thing about thumbnails is that, you know, they're really accessible to anybody, anytime. You can get a great sense of satisfaction from pencil, paper, lay out a square, a horizontal rectangle, a vertical rectangle, look at the scene and decide what part of that scene you want to capture and just lay out some big shapes. Anyone can do that. And because of the way the brain works, you can step back from it then and really see what it is you're trying to capture without having all of the leaves and all of the branches of the tree, you'll know that it's a stand of trees. You'll know there's a body of water in front of it. You'll know there's a path if that's in your composition. It's fascinating. And it's so cool to let yourself off the hook for all of the fine, 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 fine details and just get into the process of seeing the shapes, capturing that, and moving on. It gives you great satisfaction. And by the time you've done that three times, and then visited the values and visited the black and white composition. By that time, you've got tons of confidence to take that to a higher stakes, if you will, environment of the actual sketching paper or art paper. So I did that. After watching the videos, I found a photograph that I had taken while I was in Malibu last weekend, and I played with the layout of it on my iPad so I knew which orientation I wanted and what ratio. Then I went back to my thumbnail sketches and I made three of them. I eventually turned the top one into a color study on the airplane with a little bit of travel watercolor. Be careful with that. Don't mix up your paint water with your Diet Coke. 
But I want to encourage you really to do a couple of things. If you really want to draw, just draw. Get a drawing pencil. Just get a pencil. Get a pen, a crayon, a writing utensil of some kind. They're easy enough to find. Get a piece of paper. Look at something and sketch it in terms of shape. That's it. Everything is a square, oblong, rectangle, circle, cone. We know how to draw these things. We learned when we were kids. And if you come to this process with the mind of a kid, you know, where it's just fun to mess around, play with it, you know, back when you didn't spend all your time comparing your work to anybody else's, if you'll just do these notebook sketches, these little thumbnail sketches, you'll gain more confidence in your ability faster than you ever thought you could. I'd encourage you to take a week and do one a day, one thumbnail sketch a day of whatever is around you. Pretty soon you'll see that you really can draw. And then if you want to take that to a canvas or a piece of paper, or in my case, sanded paper for pastels, you'll have so much confidence to do that. Creativity is not confined to the world of art alone. It permeates every aspect of our lives, from problem solving at work to finding innovative solutions to daily challenges. By nurturing our creative side, in my case, through drawing and painting, we become more adaptable and resilient and resourceful individuals. We learn to approach life's hurdles with a fresh perspective and see opportunities where other people might see roadblocks. Also, engaging in creative activities can provide a much-needed outlet for self-expression. It allows us to communicate our thoughts and emotions and experiences in ways that words alone can't. Whether it's painting, sculpting, writing, dancing, singing, creativity allows us to share a piece of ourselves with the world and foster connections and bridge gaps between individuals and cultures. So just remember that art and creativity aren't mere luxuries or optional extras. They are essential components to our lives that bring joy, fulfillment, growth, and meaning. So go ahead and get that pencil, get that sketchbook, embrace the blank small squares and let your creativity flourish. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Stop and See the Roses. I hope you've been inspired to embrace your creative side and explore the beauty of thumbnail sketching. I'll be over on YouTube with a bonus video about my artful odyssey, and I'll take you through a thumbnail sketching exercise there. So be sure to join me over there, subscribe to the channel so you get all the notifications on new recordings, and I'll put the link in the show notes. And remember... Every artistic masterpiece starts with a small stroke of inspiration. Keep seeking the beauty in everyday moments. Don't forget to stop and see the road.